Hello, world. Welcome to the Mediocre Happy Hour. This is episode 27. And I believe that we can talk about Nick's mom this episode all we want because it is Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day to your mom, Nick. How are you doing, dude? I'm doing great. Happy Mother's Day to your mom. Your mom. (laughs) Your mom. (laughs) Well, I do hope your mom has a good happy Mother's Day and that she does not regret raising you as a child. (laughs) I would say I hope your mom has a happy Mother's Day as well, but I already know that she regrets raising you as a child. She's like, yeah, I have. she's like, I've got kids. She's like, you want to meet Michelle, my daughter? She's, she's cool. You said you had kids. What's this boy doing over here? Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't worry about him. He's, he was a mistake. Well, my parents, they're moving and they're moving closer to my sister. And I told them, I was like, well, I know who the favorite is now. Like <laughs> mystery, mystery solved. What'd they say? They just laughed. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, we were hoping he wouldn't notice. I was like, I see how it is. <laughs> Well, to all the mothers out there, if you are a mother, happy Mother's Day. Uh, if you're listening, thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you. I, I feel thank- like we should we should play Lonely Island, uh, Mother Lover. All right. I'm a mother lover. You're- <laughs> Let's love uh, each other's moms. <laughs> let's love each other's mothers. Oh, my gosh. Dude, I forgot about that song. That song is funny. Because I, I believe at the end he says, happy Mother's Day, y'all. Yeah, he's like, happy Mother's Day, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. And then um, the only Lonely Island song I have on one of my playlists that I'm just like, just, I don't want to say addicted to, but I go back to it frequently is Jack Sparrow, dude. That song's a banger. I know. And it's super relevant now that there's like this whole court case thing. All right. I didn't even mean to, to, didn't mean to roll that in there. That was accidental. Yeah. But, but I do like I do like Jack Sparrow, though. That's a hilarious song. Like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? Eh, they would have been fine with just one of those. Uh, yeah, they, they kept pushing that. I mean, I like the first two. By the time it got to four, like three or four, I was like, okay, I, I get it. Like, you're cursed. Like, you're sailing the seas. Like, oh, they're cool. Yeah, it's uh, Come on. Yeah. And then once What's-Her-Face left, uh, Emily Blunt. Yeah. I was like, I'm out. She's the only reason I watch those movies anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Hopefully I, hopefully I sound okay. I'm a little a little congested, so sorry about that. Guys, no, you, I got you sound some. fine, man. I appreciate it, dude. I yeah, sound, you sound like shit, just like you do every week. <laughs> mediocre at best. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. And what's even funnier, we can talk about... I just remembered we can talk about games uh, a little bit later on, of course, but uh, Andy Samberg, um, of course, from Lonely Island is also in the video game that we've been playing together. Tiny Tina's Wonderland. He plays uh, the Valentine character in that game. He does. He voice acts Valentine and it's hilarious because Valentine is a Yahoo Magoo. The best. He is the best. That game, dude, is every time the characters talk in that game, I laugh like every time. Yeah. So like normally when I play games, I'll put on a podcast or something. And with this one, I've tried, and I, I have to turn the podcast off because I want to listen to uh, all the dialogue. Yeah, and like every quest that you, you think you know what it's going to be, they just like completely turn it on its head, and it gets even cheesier. You're like, go rescue the princess, and like you go to get the princess, and then it's like, oh, never mind, the princess wants to murder you, and you're like, what? 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 Why? Yeah. <laughs> super, super fun, though. So super that's good. what we've been playing. We'll talk about. I guess, I mean, we can, we can mix it up, talk about games first. I don't know. What are you nah, going to do, man? No, no, no. We'll, we'll keep the same format. We'll hit the music. Give the uh, people what they, give people what they want. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You, somebody had a little aquatic mouth dance this week. And uh... <laughs> I went to the, I, I had a dental cleaning. And after my dentist appointment, I was like, I'm done with my aquatic mouth dance. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, <coughs> I wonder if that's what that song was about. You know, the Chili Peppers, they're like... I don't know, right. you'd have to listen to it to know, and I refuse, that album is trash. Yeah, I, I stopped about 15 seconds into song three, and I'm like, I need to just put on something that I know I'm going to like, because I'm getting kind of mad right now. I'm getting angry. This music this music is starting to upset me, and then I saw the song title, and I definitely got upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh the dentist the dentist is a weird place man like i get i get cleanings every six months but it's like yeah would you please put your fingers in my mouth and scrape my teeth for me oh dude Dude, so i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you something and then i'll tell you why okay explain your answer okay have you ever had like 
the dentist massage your mouth and like your neck? So, so yes, every single time I go to the dentist, uh, because my dentist is more of like a full mouth, jaw, everything like teeth. So like, um, a long time ago, I got a bike guard cause I, I grind my teeth. So the bike guards like saved my teeth when I'm sleeping cause it's involuntary and like they care about the whole like, jaw and all that. So like, yeah, this last time that I went, um, you know, they check for like cancer and stuff in your mouth and like touch your tongue and all that. But then, yeah, they massage like underneath your jaw and the sides of your jaw. And I'm like, you can just keep doing this. Like you don't need to clean my teeth. Like, this is great. Yeah. So like I'm in the military. Everybody's, if you've listened to more than one episode, you probably know. You listen to more than one episode. You should get a medal. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Hey, our, our listenership was, it skyrocketed this last week. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, dude, we're we're well on our way to like 400. Thank you, people of the world, for listening. We appreciate yeah. you. It, it shows you like you have to be consistent because we missed that week. And then that that next week, the listenership was just like plummeted. You know? Yeah. But we, we, we try to be consistent. I mean, life happens, but I think we've been doing pretty good. I mean, we're 27 episodes and we've only missed like one week, I think. No, we've missed a couple. There was the deleted Boys. episode. So then, what were you going to say that you get your mouth massage and you like it? Yeah. Yeah. So they started massaging my mouth and I was just like, this feels really rapey. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh my gosh, what are you doing? And, and so like it was for a while and oh, I just finally had to ask the, the doc, I was like, Hey, I have a question. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> what did and they he, say? He started laughing. He's like, well, we're checking for like swollen lymph nodes <coughs> and like lumps and Excuse stuff me. like that for like mouth cancer. And then yep. he's like, we're also checking for proper jaw alignment. Yep. And I was like, how would I, wouldn't I know if my jaw was like not aligned? He's like, most people don't. And I was like, oh. Yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. So a little, like a small bit of backstory. My sister is a dental assistant and had worked for this office for a long time. But yeah, it's a whole thing. Like, like I didn't know that I was involuntarily grinding my teeth. And now that I look at the bike car, which I've had for like 10 years, and the thing is like almost deteriorated because of how much I, I use it, you know, because I wear it every night. It's like, it's a real thing. And if I didn't have that bike car, dude, my teeth would be, I don't even know what shape they'd be in right now. So it's stuff like that, that you don't think about unless you go to a dentist that actually cares about all that stuff. Yeah. It was, it was pretty weird, you know, because yeah. the first couple of times it happened, I was like, yo, are we going like for a happy ending? Because I'll, I'll schedule <laughs> regular dental appointments. Welcome, uh, welcome to dental. <laughs> wow, that was racist. That was. That was. You I'm bring sorry. great dishonor to your memory. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna stop. I'm sorry oh if we've goodness. offended everybody. <laughs> you definitely did. 100. <laughs> percent But hey, on the bright side, you know what to get your mom for Mother's Day now. Just tell her to lay down and give her a nice mouth massage. Mm. <laughs> Chicken fried rye. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And there goes the plummeting listenership again. <laughs> well, I looked at where people listen to us. Luckily, no one in Asia. There you go. Watch so, this. This week, we just explode in Asia. And they're like, oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. A hard pass. Uh, hard pass. Just like, dude, you. I'm what? What? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all, dude. Um, What was I going to say? I don't know. Chicken I was going to say something. <laughs> Chicken pie? <laughs> Uh, oh my goodness making me laugh too much man stop it uh what have you been doing this week dude i mean like obviously there's music and games but like anything anything exciting bro uh no pretty busy at work because i was still in that class finished the class graduated the class so that's pretty cool graduated top of your class uh no they didn't they they don't rank people there because they don't want it to be a competition you stayed right in the middle writing that line of mediocrity good for you man Actually, no, I stayed pretty near towards the top, you know, because I'm I excel at life. That's true. You excel at Microsoft and Word oh and PowerPoint. Mm. <laughs> uh but yeah, so like work, uh that's pretty much it. Nothing, nothing crazy. Uh yeah. should have more time in the next couple of weeks to do like more games and more hobby type stuff. I've been I've been very busy at work as well. So I, I feel you I've been into overtime. Uh, the past two weeks. So pretty exhausted when I get home, a um, little bit of time to play, uh, which is kind of what we did. We picked up and played tiny Tina's, you know, here and there. Yeah. Um, that's about it for me. Uh, didn't really buy a lot of vinyls this week, but I, I bought one 
thing. And I'm considering buying a couple more, uh, you know, because that's what we do. Yeah, they, what... they sent out the, the Simple Plan vinyls finally from, like, their website website. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm just going to go out here. Like, those are overpriced, dude. Like, They're expensive. Like, even to just get the vinyl, it's, like, 50 bucks. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to pay $50 for your vinyl. I think like, for, for me anyway, and I think for you too in the APO, I don't know if you shipping to Germany would be different, but for me, when I checked the one vinyl, like the signed yellow vinyl, when I checked that with shipping, it was like t- almost 20 bucks shipping because I'm pretty sure their website still ships from Canada. Yeah. So you're, pay- you're paying Canada shipping plus $40 for the vinyl, which I would definitely agree with you. That is on the high end. I would say like, if you're buying a brand new vinyl, $25, Twenty five to thirty. Twenty five to thirty max is a good a good deal. But if a vinyl's twenty five, like I'm all in. If it's twenty, you're amazing. But like when they get upwards of thirty five or forty, it's like okay, like you're you're pushing it. If it's not a a double LP like hand poured variant, you know. Right, and then like, or or just like a really cool like cult, like super limited run type of deal right right and, but man and in like the the bundles they had are super limited i don't know if you saw but there was like 200 yep yeah, yeah so i i got i checked my phone randomly i got the twitter notification for that and, and they were like you asked for it like here it is so i checked it and i was working and i pulled over and immediately like um you know ordered what i wanted and i, I sent you the link immediately because i was like i know we had ordered that other one which was the indie record store variant the blue marble one but there were so many cool things on their website i wanted you, you to at least see it in case you wanted something but i, I agree with you it, it, the price was like yikes and then you add in the shipping and you're like oh my gosh this is this is a lot yeah it's like and and i really wanted like because you know me i'm like the collector and but some of their bundles i was just like one the one i wanted came with uh uh the skateboard deck right yeah, you, you bought the mega one, didn't you? No, I didn't buy any of them. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I wasn't sure because you texted me and you were like, I, you're like, they only have one bundle. I'm like, no, there's four. And you were like, but but it, what if it's chilly? <laughs> yeah, it's because uh, <coughs> there's only one with the hoodie. Yeah, because it was super expensive. But yeah. Let me, like, I'm, I'm getting on the website right now because I'm going to see if they're still available. They're all sold out. No, they're not. Really? That skateboard bear or bundle that's two hundred and fifty dollars is still available. Is still there. Oh, it was sold out. That's weird. It, it came back. I bet you somebody canceled their order, dude. It had like some buyers remorse because it was sold out. I promise you. I checked it like two days ago, and the only two things on their website were the pink, the regular pink, the regular blue, and the cassette. Yeah. Um, but here's the problem. So it comes with a hoodie. That's dope. It comes with that dope variant. That's dope. Yeah. It, it comes with uh, a t-shirt. That's dope. But Coffee I, cup. And the skateboard deck is dope too. But mm-hmm. uh, And then like, so I was like, okay, well, I really want like the dope variant. Maybe I can get one of these other ones. But the one that comes with a t-shirt, the record, and like some sunglasses and a lunchbox is 150 bucks. Yep. Right. And I was like, okay, well, what if I just do like, maybe I, can I just get the record? So like the cheapest variant of that is $85 and it just comes with a t-shirt and it looks like coasters. Uh, I think it's, I think it's stickers. And then there's like a pizza box, which is, oh no, you're right. One set of coasters. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. And the pizza box, but everything comes in the pizza box. Yeah. So what they did, um, for anybody listening, Simple Plan, we're talking about their new record, Harder Than It Looks, that came out this past Friday. On their website, they released four bundles, and each bundle, it was limited to 50 uh, fifty copies, period. And there's a limited t-shirt that's only being pressed in each of these four bundles. And then in the expensive one, there's a limited hoodie. Uh, so what I didn't realize, too, like I just assumed, you know, with 50 per order, like let's say that 50 people that wear size large wanted to buy the skateboard one they could just pick large and then they would you know manufacture these but what it seems like is they actually have like five of each size you know because they have small medium large extra large and extra extra large right so that that bundle is still available if you want to buy it in small you can still get it if you select medium it says sold out if you select large it says sold out so there's really there's really only five variants per size 
plus whatever. So there's you know, a bundle small bundle get. left. That's it. Exactly. Like one or two small bundles left. So and then it wouldn't, it wouldn't even be worth it unless you really wanted the skateboard deck. Yeah, exactly. But, like, but still $250? Like to me, this bundle should probably, like I get it, the hoodie. So you pay normal like hoodie prices, right? 50 bucks. Yeah, I'd say 50 bucks, maybe 60 at a show. T-shirt, t-shirt 25 bucks. Or 30 on the high end at a show. So you're up to like yep. 90. Uh-huh. Coffee Skate. cup. 15, 20 bucks. Okay. So let's what? say, let's say, let's say 20. So that's 110. And then the skateboard, those usually go for around 50. So that bring you up to like 160. Right. And, and then the record, 30 and bucks. And the record, which they're they're yeah, 30 bucks or 40 if you're going off of what oh no yeah they charge you 30 on their website so yeah you're up to like what's that 190 yeah so you, so i'm paying i'm paying a freaking 60 dollar premium on it like ugh. nope no thank you <laughs> yeah i mean the one cool thing about the the variant though um in each of the bundles is it is a unique color it's a one of 200 because of the bundles and it's signed so yeah, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like simple plan, but I just don't care. No, Not that's $250. That's totally fair, man. Like they, I, they, they should have offered the, the, the custom variant signed by itself. Uh, they offered. Yeah. I mean, that would have been cool. They have the yellow variant that's signed by itself, which they, for some reason is $45. And it sold out. Well, that it's so weird, dude. That was the first thing to sell out. That's yeah, because so, nobody wants to pay two hundred and fifty fucking dollars for a record, right? And it's like the, um, yeah, the bundles are like <coughs> they're cool, but I think being like I don't know, being forced to buy a bundle is is kind of I think what you're talking about, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. I don't but it's it's cool. But I um, I did listen to the record. I listened to it probably like five or six times through completely at this point, maybe more than that. Um, I really like it. I, I am, I, I told, I think I told you, I did tell you off air the other day, but uh, in my opinion, it's a perfect record for me, like all 10 songs, every single one, I don't want to skip anything. And I just thoroughly enjoy every song on it. Um, that's where I'm at. I know you said there's a couple that you, that you, uh, you could skip. Um, Hang on one second. Would you, can we take a quick break? I'm just going to refill my coffee real quick. Yeah, let me, uh, hold on. We'll, we'll take a break here and then we will be right back. And we're back. We are back. I apologize. A few butthole explosions later and we have returned. You know, when you have good coffee, dude, that's, that's just what happens. I'm, I'm not a sponsor, but uh, I've been drinking this Emo's Not Dead uh, Black Heart Roast, and it is delicious from uh, Matt Kushnell that does the YouTube, like, uh, you know, felt Emo might delete videos, like it's his coffee company, and it's delicious coffee. Of course, he would have a coffee company. Did you have to cut the bag open? I did. <laughs> I 100% had you. I tried to open it the regular way because it's supposed to be resealable. And I'm like, this is not a resealable bag. Like, I'm going to have to cut you. And then I got sad. And then I cried. And then skinny cut jeans. Cut my bag into pieces. Skinny jeans just appeared on me. And I was and I was like, I'm not okay, I promise. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's good coffee, though, man. They have this blend. They have a, a Screamo blend, which is their, like, medium roast. And then they have our light roast, I think. And then they have, like, a special... Um, special like Mexican blend that they released around Cinco de Mayo, I believe. <coughs> so it's good oh, stuff, man. Been cool. making that in my French press so I can be like, si vous plaît, oh, oui, oui, coffee. Uh-huh. Oh my God. Makes me feel French Canadian, which is perfect because we're talking about simple plan. Yes. Their plan wasn't so simple when it came to their vinyl release. <laughs> the complicated variants. Oh my gosh. The complicated Anyhow, variants band name was taken. Now that I'm mad, uh, it's a good record. Uh, I like it. I've listened to it quite a bit, uh, quite a few times. <coughs> uh -huh. However, I still say probably one of their weaker efforts in the last few years. See, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I read a, um, I read an article, uh, an interview, I think from Pierre talking about the record and what they wanted to do with it. And I think they've achieved their goal because they wanted to, he was saying they wanted to capture like 
the energy of the old simple plan records, but at the same time, do something, you know, still new and different with some of the songs, like add some new, new energy, new sounds into it. And I, I definitely get that vibe when I listen to it. And I noticed a few things like um, million pictures of you <clears throat> really like that song. And like at the end of the first chorus, he actually says, I do anything. And I just thought that was, I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but it reminded me of their song. I do anything, of course, because he sings the line like the same way. And I'm like, that's kind of cool. little throwback to some old school, simple plan. Um, but then songs like anxiety on there are very like reggae. Like that's like a reggae sounding like ska song, like really slow. And you can hear like the, the upstrum of the guitar, which is popular in a lot of ska music, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> and just a lot of like, um, yeah, just very like reggae sounding, like kind of laid back. Um, but it was cool. It was different and cool. Um, and then of course, all the songs that we've talked about that released, you know, over the course of the past few months, the singles, I think all the singles are phenomenal. Um, I think you liked all the singles too, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I like the singles. So maybe this is my problem. Right. And I hate when bands do this. I think you have a lot of problems, but go on. So like they release so many singles that when you listen to the album, there's not a whole lot new to listen to yeah right and and when the stuff that's not new or the stuff that's new to listen to doesn't or isn't remotely as close to being as good as your singles it's just kind of a downer and maybe that's what <clears throat> caused me to be a little off on the album is the singles were great and then i get mm -hmm. the album and everything else is just like not there it's not on the same level <clears throat> and so, so i'm like so you didn't think any of the songs that were not no, singles? There's some, there's okay. Some, there's some good ones. Like I, I really like uh, iconic. Iconic's really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna see. be iconic. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up so I can make sure I'm I'm spouting off track names right. You know when you mean? listen to when you listen to iconic, it makes you feel like you want to fight somebody. It's like a total pump up, you know, pump up victory song. It's awesome. All right. So iconic was good, but let's see. Uh, one, two, three, four. So they, they released four tracks out of 10 already. Yeah. So uh -huh. Iconic was good. So now we're at five decent tracks. Uh, I don't know why, but I really don't like Simple Plan Slow songs. Really? You mean like I, Perfect? You're not a fan of Perfect? But that one's even faster than what's the, what's the one that ends the album? Two? Oh, that was my favorite song on the album, dude. Oh my God, it's so slow. And I'm like, what are you doing? This isn't you, dog. Don't do this. It is very slow. And I don't know, dude. I mean, I, at the time in my life, like where I'm at, you know, like just being recently divorced and everything like it, it that song hit me really, really hard. Uh, it's a song about like, you know, divorce, of course. Well, and it's from, let me, from let, me perspective. let me tell you is if you keep listening to Jimmy Eat World, you're going to get divorced <laughs> twice, except for this one's going to be a divorce of friendship. <laughs> Yeah, like I, I, it's like I, like you hear knock on the door. I open the door. It's like you got served. It's like what? It's like from Nick, from Nick Paris. I'm like, huh? It's like friendship terminated. I want half of your things. <laughs> <coughs> oh my gosh. But um, um, but yeah. So like, I don't like the slow, simple. I never have. Like perfect, but perfect. Even though it's slow, it's still kind of like rocky. You know? Uh, yeah. And, and two is like, let me play these pianos, and I'm like, please don't. <laughs> please no mm. yeah i'm out uh so i didn't like that one <clears throat> yeah see i could not i cannot disagree with you more on on that song but that's okay i uh yeah it's it's fine a million pictures of you is good that's a depends on the day but i may or may not skip it and see, then, million. oh what did you think of um is it uh best day ever or best day of my life i didn't best like day it. of my life yeah you, you didn't like that one? No. Actually, yeah. I would say I don't like Best Day of My Life, Slow Motion, and Two. I skip those songs every time. I'm just like, I don't want to. And consequently, even though the album just came out, they are the least played tracks on the entire album. So apparently I'm not alone. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Where'd you get that information at? So on Spotify, it, it shows you how many plays they have. Oh, per song? Yeah, yeah. And like two is the least played. And then right behind it is slow motion. And then right behind mm -hmm. that is best day of my life. So what this, and then weirdly enough, uh, anxiety and million pictures of you, uh -huh. uh, they're pretty low too. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of hard because they're skewed. Right. Because the rest of the, like the first three tracks are all pre-release 
and so is congratulations and those all have over a million congratulations is a really good song but, I, but I you like can tell like iconic is brand new and it's already at 108 thousand plays whereas like two is at twenty nine thousand plays uh-huh so so apparently i'm not alone in like hey like well and to be fair like i hear what you're saying um and uh like i said i enjoy the whole album and i think you know a lot of it is depending on where where you're at right because like we all have those songs that like really speak to us and you feel like like this band my, you know this band my favorite band wrote this song like just for me right and like I said, with two, but with, they didn't. They wrote it I, for everybody, and then charged you two hundred fifty dollars to get them. No, in. Pierre texted me, and he said, "I wrote this for you, Josh." And I was like, "Thank you." He like, did not text you because I was like, "See, he is in Canada, and you don't accept <laughs> international." That's true, but uh, <clears throat> but yeah, man. Um, from where I'm at in my life, like two hit me really hard, and I definitely got super emotional listening to that song. And it's probably just the amount of emo coffee I've been drinking, but yeah, it's uh, loaded with soy. So, dude, my <laughs> issue, <laughs> <I'm sorry. clears throat> my issue with um with two <clears throat> is like I don't know. It's like I I've only listened to that song one time so far because of how hard it hit me emotionally that like I just haven't like went back and listened to it a second time or a third time like I will mm -hmm. because I, I because I did like it um but it was it was hard to listen to for me just because of again like where I'm at in my life but uh right but I but I thoroughly thoroughly love the song and there's it definitely was uh you know what I what I needed right now for sure well good I'm yeah. glad you I'm glad you like the album there's some good tracks on it uh i love I'm, it I'm, i love I'm the album Nick. also glad that the internet agrees with me that most of the album was trash and they should have just kept the pre-release <laughs> oh oh my gosh there's got to be a, there's got to be that dude on every podcast and you are that dude nick <clears throat> i'm just saying like you, the song you like <clears throat> best on the album only twenty nine thousand plays and probably twenty thousand of those are you Yes, all 29,000 are me. Correct. That is correct. So should we, since, since uh, I don't know, man, since they are a Canadian band, I feel like, I feel like we should rate this, rate this album out of like, uh, you know, five out of five maple syrups or something like that. <clears throat> or, uh, or uh, would recommend with poutine. Would recommend with poutine. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, dude. Yes. So it's a simple, so <laughs> simple plan. Harder than it looks, 100% would recommend with poutine. You know what's not harder than it looks? <laughs> oh, man, I'm scared to ask. What? French fries covered in gravy. They tend to be pretty soft. That's true. Soft and soggy. So It's like your on, mother on a, likes it. On a scale from hard poutine to soft and soggy poutine, I give this hard poutine. Five <laughs> out of five. Who really likes hard poutine? <laughs> Frenchy fries. <laughs> Would recommend, dude. That's the best rating ever. Ten out, ten out of ten. Uh, would recommend with poutine. But hard poutine, not soft poutine. Poutine is so good, though. Like, bro, it's literally stop. It's so it's, it's so good. No, there's no magic to it. It's fucking French fries with gravy on top, and then you put some cheese curds in it. I didn't say it was magic. I just said it's good. It. It's not even that Canadian. Anybody can make that shit. <laughs> You've been to Wisconsin. They're known for cheese curds. I put maple syrup on my waffles and I'm like, I'm like, eh? What's that a boot? Oh my God. All right, we're uh, gonna move on. We're gonna move on. Would recommend with poutine. So anyway, to wrap up, would recommend with poutine, five out of five, 10 out of 10, whatever you want to call it, 100% would recommend. Listen to Harder Than It Looks. It's phenomenal. Get your emo pop punk on, do it. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> moving on. Moving I just on. Had, I had to get it out, man. I had to get okay, it out. Yeah. What have you, you got it. What have you pre-ordered, bro? Uh, nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we, like, I mean, we 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 talked about two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Get the fuck out of here! And now I can only pre-order a small one. Am I going to give that to my kid? No. Well, dude, you're gonna wear, you're gonna pre-order that. You're gonna wear the small T-shirt and the small hoodie, and you're gonna look extra small. That's what you're gonna do. Uh, yeah. So nothing. I didn't pre-order anything. Uh, still waiting on vinyls to show up. Ton yeah. of a ton of shipment notifications. Uh, but nothing, nothing new. Nice. Yeah. I got some shipment notifications as well. I got a surprise record that showed up because I, uh, I pre-ordered a Frank Turner record a while back, a 10th anniversary of uh, his record poetry of the deed from, 
what I think it's his website or a website in the UK and in, in London. And uh, something got lost in my junk mail. So like a month went by and I emailed the person at, at the record label and they were like, yeah, we've been trying to reach you. Like, I think this might've went to your junk mail. Like we don't have this, we sold out, but we have this or this instead, or we can refund you. So I ended up getting um, another record of his called sleep is for the week, which was still a double LP and it's it's really cool because I, I think I, I still need to open it up because um, I just got it yesterday. But I think every uh, every vinyl, I believe, is etched out of the four and it's signed, which is pretty cool. So I'm glad that they like set that aside for me. So I still didn't get what I ordered, but I still got something like really cool from like his 10th anniversary collection of that stuff. I would have been mad. I'm like, you know what? I'm out. You've been like, give me give me the cassette. I would like I'd the- rather have Jimmy World. Thank you. Give me, can I have Jimmy Eat World, please? Thank you. And I don't even I like him, so I should tell you how mad I am. I need, I need a coaster, a gigantic coaster. Give me Jimmy Eat World. That's what I should do instead of lighting it on fire. Just send you a picture of the record out on like a table with just tons of drinks on it that are condensating. <laughs> I want, I want you to like send me. So I want you to buy like a copy of Bleed American, right? And then send me like multiple pictures of you with Bleed American at like a theme park, just having like the best day ever. <laughs> And like tucking it in at night. No, if I got yes. a copy of Bleed American, it'd be a picture of me slitting my own wrist over that record. Oh yikes! That's, <laughs> that's dark, Nick. <laughs> so do you see? Do you see that? I'm American, and now I'm bleeding all over this record. Now I'm bleeding. I don't like it. <laughs> oh man, Jimmy World. Oh, marketing <laughs> opportunity missed every time. Yeah, dude. There's a lot of records showing up. Um, I, yeah, uh, I pre-ordered. Let's see, what did I pre-order? I thought about pre-ordering something. I haven't yet. Uh, there's some new records that got announced that I want, but I'm just trying. Like I told you last podcast, it's like I'm trying to be a little more decisive about what I'm pre-ordering, so I'm not just buying everything, you know? Yeah, not not some two hundred fifty dollar bundle just because it comes with a skateboard deck you want. Right, but I want the skateboard deck so bad, bro. That uh. That Braille skateboarding or the, yeah, the Braille skateboarding deck that you got me is still sitting in the plastic because I don't have a way to hang it up. <laughs> oh, dude, there's a really cool, I have a skateboard too um, from an artist that I follow on YouTube. It was the one that, that like a design he made and uh, I bought that and I got a really cool skateboard hanger on Amazon for like eight bucks, bro. Yeah, but my walls are made out of concrete. So to hang stuff, I literally have to drill into concrete. Um, yeah, so you'd have to get like anchors and stuff like that. Yeah, well, it's not just like it's anchors plus you got to get concrete drill bits plus like yeah that stuff gets a little dicey and it's like mm-hmm. skateboard's not that heavy i could probably use like some command hook solution yeah but um yeah. that's a sweet deck dude i i remember sending you that i was i was really excited to to send that your way man because that was um that was the very first run like ever of their no. own what's up I said, I know, and it's yeah. signed. Right, yeah, of, of their own skateboards. Um, and I was really concerned I wasn't even going to get it because I ordered that. And just like vinyls, it went through months and months and months of like, we don't have these yet. Skateboard production is halted, just like vinyls. Like, we'll get it eventually. Like, I think close to a year went by, honestly. And then and then it was like, finally, like, okay, we're hand signing these now. Now we're shipping them out. And I was like, holy cow, like, if, if I ever get this, I'll be impressed. right. And it finally happened. So it's like everything is being affected by the shortages, man. It's absolutely insane. It's like, if it's not vinyl, because you know, the skateboard industry went through the exact same thing. Like literally that's what happens. Right. COVID. So, everything up. but I was super excited to send you that because skateboarding has always been a part of our friendship and I, I still, I still skate and I haven't hurt myself. So that's good. I don't still skate and I'm old and I like my coordination is like gone. Yeah. Uh, like I want to still skate. And then, like, I get out there and I'm like, man, my balance is just off. I'm out. <clears throat> it's it's weird, in my opinion. It's weird, dude, when you get older and you try to, like, do stuff like that. Because obviously there's people that are in their 30s that still skate. But, like, me trying to get back into it in my 30s, just like you said, it's like, I, you, have you know. battle. Yeah, it's it's like, this is a lot harder than I remember. This is a lot harder than it looks. Baracha. Baracha. They got some cool bundles. You just got me curious. I checked the Braille website. They got some really cool like graffiti deck bundle that's hand numbered. That looks pretty rad. That's dope. Don't do it. Come, comes with the hoodie, comes with a t-shirt, <laughs> comes with a deck. Don't do it. 
Don't do it? No. Why not, dude? Because you don't need it, fool. Yeah, you're right. Hey, man, I appreciate you helping me save my money. You're a good friend. You are a good friend, Nicholas. I don't care what anyone says about you. Good. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Have you been listening to anything? Uh, anything new new and different this week? Just anything you want to shout out or talk about? Uh, no. Uh, AWOL Nation did put out a new album that has some pretty cool covers on it. Okay. Uh, so the name of the album is... Hold on, let me pull it up. Is My Echo, My Shadow, My Covers, and Me. That's a cool album title. <clears throat> yeah, so it's, it's very AWOL Nation. So if you wanted to, you know, <coughs> listen to AWOL Nation sing covers... There you go. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, let me see. Let me see. what uh, I'm going to pull the album up here, and I will tell you what covers are on it. So uh, so the, the like super popular track is Wind of Change. Okay. I don't know if that's a cover or not, but he has a cover of Flagpole Sitta. Oh, nice. He has a cover of Drive. Okay. He has a cover of Take a Chance on Me. Take a Chance on Me. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's, that's it. I mean, they're probably all covers. I don't know, but they're not covers I recognize. Okay. Um, that's take that's a, still, still pretty cool, though. Take a Chance on Me uh, features Jewel, if you were curious. That's actually really right. And he actually has a track on there with Tim McGrath uh, from Rise Against. Okay. So pretty cool album. Uh, he hasn't put anything out in a while and it kind of popped up and I was like, oh, this is pretty neat. Nice. Yeah, I can't say I've listened to a lot of uh, a lot of their stuff. I'm not very familiar, but uh, sounds cool, though. Yeah, the, the only album I really dug of his, actually, there was a couple, uh, is his first one, uh, Megalithic Symphony. I listened to that like nonstop <coughs> for a long time. Okay. And then... Uh, Angels, Miners, and the something. Let me see here. And the Lightning Riders. I listened to that quite a bit, too. Okay. But, I mean, he has, like, he has another one called Here Come the Runts uh, that came out. That was, like, 2018 release. And then I don't think he's had anything since 2018. Or, no, Angels, Miners, and, and the Lightning Riders was 2020. So it was, like, 2011 uh 2020 and then 20 or 2011 2018 and 2020 and now he has a new one. Oh, that's cool 2022 yeah that's awesome yep but that's that's it for the new stuff one of the bands i recently got into uh another punk rock band called the chats they're an australian pop punk band they oh they have a record out i saw that on a yeah they announced it (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's something um (laughs) Such as, dude, yeah. I mean, all I need to say is like the cover of the the record is the the three dudes in the chats like just flipping flipping you off, you know. And mm-hmm. that's 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 the record cover right there. Um, but yeah, that that went up for pre order. But I listened to the new single that came out, the six liter GTR, and that was a pretty awesome punk rock song. So I, I do like their music, but yeah, they're 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 pretty uh, pretty abrasive band, dude. Pretty upfront about you know this is who we are. <laughs> like it is what it is. Right. They're not trying to hide it. Yeah. So, but I listened to their new single. Um, I liked it. And then also the new Stand Atlantic uh, came out this past Friday that I completely forgot about. And I have not listened to any of the tracks besides the singles they've released. Uh, their new album, Fear, uh, came out. So haven't heard, haven't listened to it. I'm going to probably check that out this week because it's a little different from their previous stuff. Um, like I really liked Pink Elephant and it's very different from Pink Elephant, but uh, but I like I liked some of the singles I heard. So I'm curious to check the rest of the album out. Yeah. So yeah, man, uh, nope. that's kind of, <coughs> excuse me, that's pretty much it for music. Um, mainly just the simple plan was the big one. And uh, we, we did get a chance to play some games together, which was super exciting. So yeah, yeah man, um, I am thoroughly enjoying Tiny Tina's. I've told you that it's, I think it's awesome. I think the co-op is phenomenal. It's pretty flawless. Just drop in, drop out. Like I like how it, it the game it automatically adjusts to like, um, you know your own difficulty like i can make it as hard as i want you can make it as hard as you want and you just kind of do your own thing which is really cool <coughs> uh yeah you actually beat it uh yesterday we beat it <laughs> well i just happened to see you're online 
joined your game because you had your your party <laughs> set to friends or open or whatever. Nice. And then you're on the last boss, and I was just in there. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna help you whale on this dude. Right. It, the timing is perfect. I was like halfway through the boss fight and I was so over leveled that, you know, we, we were just melting him and then you joined, we finished the fight and then you and I together did the, did the like epilogue stuff, which is the, uh, the chaos dungeon where you go through and you, you fight hordes of enemies. And then at the end, you can pick like a curse that will give you more, like make it harder, but give you more rewards and all that stuff and then you can also get jewels and then at like the end of your run you can spend your little diamond jewel things to like level up your your character some more uh yeah <clears throat> so i have a bunch of those diamond jewel things that i can't use in my game however if i join your game we can do chaos runs um and they actually help level me up i think i went up like three or four levels with you so i did i did a couple chaos runs last night um when i got home before i went to bed and uh yeah dude it's crazy like legendaries were dropping left and right like and then, and then some of the stuff that you get is like chaos infused so i'm not really sure what that means but some of the items that you pick up they're like the regular high level items but they say like chaos infused so i don't know if they're stronger if they have extra abilities but you can only get those by doing chaos runs or you know putting your game in chaos mode which i think you can do and it makes like the whole game harder right so it's very interesting. Like the replayability is super high. And the I hit level 40 a while back, which is max level. But then after that, you get into like these myth ranks where you level up through those pretty quickly. And you go in like a clockwise circle and pick like one stat per thing out of the four options that are there. And you just keep doing that, you know, over and over and over and over again, making your character even stronger. So there's like tons of options even after you beat the game. Plus you can respect your character and like do something totally different. Yeah, we got to play with someone who listens to our show regularly, a uh, friend of ours, and we did co-op and she was worried because she's on PlayStation. So we did the cross-play thing and it was seamless. Yeah, I had no clue she was on PlayStation. I yeah. actually thought, of, I thought about that after the fact. I was like, I bet she wasn't playing on PC. No, she was on PlayStation and the game chat just works seamlessly. Yeah, I mean, Gearbox did a phenomenal job with, I mean, their game centered around co-op, so I, I would expect it to be good, but they did a phenomenal job with it. Yeah, so, uh, and then for me, because I was still pretty early on, because for whatever reason, this game didn't run well on PC for me until they patched <laughs> it uh, quite a few times, but now it, it runs like flawlessly, um, and you hit that point where you unlock your second uh, class or whatever, and then it just kind of opens up. And for me, that's what got me hooked. Because even, you know, after we finished playing as a group, uh, I started playing on my own, just doing side quests and, mm. and leveling up and stuff like that. And, uh, man, the game is good. And I actually think I like it better than the standard Borderlands formula. Sure. Yeah, because like regular Borderlands, uh, you know, it's open world. You have a vehicle. You can drive places. And this one, you kind of have like the overworld map. <laughs> right and uh the overworld map and then you walk around pick up side quests and then you when you enter like dungeons and stuff or encounters is when it goes into the first person and uh i think that's a better option for it man like this game is great yeah it's so good i would agree it's like it's very well balanced um the difficulty levels with you like because i i was doing all the side quests as well but i was never going into any level of the game feeling over leveled. Cause if I was like level 30, I would go into a new area and then the enemies would all automatically be level 31, you know? Right. And the coolest and, part is if I'm level 18 and you're level 40, whatever, if I join your game, the enemies for me are level 18. Yep. And you have your own difficulty. So if you have yours set to normal, those are the enemies you're fighting. Whereas like I had mine set to intense cause I was just trying to make it more challenging. Right. So you can play however you're going to play with your friends. It doesn't matter. Uh, it's definitely more fun with friends because, you, you, you know, you're like talking and then like you have everybody popping their abilities and enemies are just exploding and there's loot everywhere. And I was like, yes. Especially with those chaos runs, dude, it gets absolutely nuts because some of those curses are like the enemies are in, the enemies are infused with, uh, you know, a certain element. And then once you kill them, they explode and leave puddles of like element goo behind and it just gets nuts. Yeah. And then so I got my second subclass uh, and I, I selected I don't know what it is, but what it, what is my character title now? Gloom what? 
There's a, I think your character's called like a gloom bringer. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. this this subclass uses dark magic, and uh, <clears throat> and you get like a little skull bat thing. Yeah, a little little uh, demi lich that follows you around is what they call it. <laughs> yeah, I, I rename mine to Death Bat, but uh, I love it. But uh, so my ability that I can pop, so it slowly drains my health, but I deal like two hundred percent damage. And then once my health is completely depleted, it refills my health completely. Oh, dang. And, then, the end, and mm-hmm. then ends the ability. Plus, you get a bonus buff for every uh, minion you have. So I have two because I have the dragon and this, this little skull thing. Um, and as you level it up, uh, your damage increases for every minion that you have. So oh, wow. like, yeah. So as I uh, like, I get like a 30% damage buff just without popping an ability just for having minions. That's cool. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is great. And you create the minions by killing enemies? No, no, no. So I have the two. The minions are the, my, oh, my, the, my dragon and oh, the death right. bat. And the death bat. And, uh, and my dragon's called air lizard. So <laughs> nice. Yeah. And see, I, <laughs> I didn't do any of the companions. I thought about it, but I went for the, the the sorcerer class where I could rock two spells at the same time, one in the left hand, one in the right. And then as I cast my spells, I get this these stacks of this thing called spell weaving mm-hmm. that, that gives me health back and ward back when I deal damage. Because we were playing and you were like, man, your shield takes a long time to, to come back. And I was like, no, dude, I, I sacrificed my shield for doing like 30% more spell damage all the time as one of my like passive abilities. But I get that ward back by getting the stacks of spell weaving and like getting kills. Yeah. So there's like lots of cool character like combinations. Plus you can respec everything. Yep. So like you could go back and be like my primary class, I want this. And my secondary class, I want this. And it's like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah. And- the cool thing is all the classes can synergize together. There are certain certain ones that are I think are more so meant to work together. But for my second class, I picked the uh, the Stabomancer, which is like the melee class um, and, and does like a lot of status effect damage. So if I have like a spell that does like poison, then it the Stabomancer class, like my secondary one, makes the poison like automatically bleed to every other enemy with this ability called Contagion. So there's right. stuff like that that's just crazy. Yeah, so super good, super enjoying that. <coughs> Been playing a bunch on my own now because I want to be able to get to the end and do the chaos thing with you uh, and Michelle. Uh, it's a great game, dude. Uh, great, great voice actors in the game too. Yeah, and then they came out with their physical board game version of it, Bunkers and Badasses, which we're gonna play <laughs> even though you don't like Dungeons and Dragons. We're playing this; it doesn't matter. All Any right, choice. A dumb <clears throat> choice. Uh, I, I think I have a reason why you don't like Dungeons and Dragons, but you know, we won't talk about that here. <laughs> uh, yes, you're, you are, uh, you're definitely correct. I, I never really liked it, but yeah, the reason you were thinking of it is absolutely correct. Yeah. Like it, it's one of those, like, you just don't want to do it because of reasons and that's fine. So because of but reasons. <laughs> we both love four lands. I think if we played this in a group, you'd probably have a good time. Yeah, definitely. And and it is like the video game format, this Tiny Tina's, is certainly fun. It's it's a really cool way to play Borderlands and and get like everything that's usually in Dungeons and Dragons, you know, but in a Borderlands format, it's really, really fun. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much what we've been playing. Uh, I did play one other, one other thing, though, and I didn't <coughs> like it, so it's going to be quick. Okay. So uh, Trek to Yomi came out on Game Pass, and it's like... Uh, side scroller slash like isometric Kurosawa samurai game. Okay. Uh, and I went through the tutorial and was like, I, something feels off about the game. Uh, I had a lot of stutters on PC, uh, like like frame drops, and it's weird because it's not like super graphically intensive. Uh-huh. Um, so I only played through the tutorial and like kind of just was like, cool. I don't want to invest time into this. Um, but it's on Game Pass, so if you want to check it out, it's pretty neat. I was pretty excited for it, and I'm I'm a little sad that it just doesn't run well. So okay, so that's kind of why you had a bad experience. It just wasn't even uh, <coughs> didn't even run well enough for you to fully experience it. 
yeah, it was just lots of stuttering, lots of hitches. No matter what I tried, it didn't fix it. And I was like, I just don't want to invest time in this. I'd rather go play Tiny Tina. So, yeah, Tiny Tina's been a really fun, uh, really fun kind of a, a refresher, I guess. You know, for me, it's like there's zero thinking you have to do. You know, you just like go through and slay enemies. And then every single side quest is is fun, which is like, you know, why I had no problem cruising through all those. And I'm like, holy cow, like I'm level level 30 already and there i'm only in chapter five like you level up really quick right i'm not that far along i'm on chapter six i think and i'm level like 22 but yeah it's really fun though i, I look forward to playing playing more of it with you especially the the chaos dungeons because those are just really fun the whole risk and reward thing and uh i didn't realize this but you only get three like revives unless you pick one of the curses that gives you no revives but um, if you die three times you just fail the dungeon and have to go back and start all over again and you lose every reward you've accumulated like up to that point like the weapons that you picked up off the ground you can still keep but you lose like all the rainbow jewels and all that other stuff oh i didn't know that because we we completed it so yeah i played one by myself and i i picked like a bunch of hard curses and yeah i got annihilated plus you can make the, the portals uh elite so if you use like some of the rainbow gems you can make the enemies way harder on top of whatever curses you have and again if you if you do all of that and you, and you succeed you get crazy good rewards so it's, it's definitely that whole risk reward thing yeah so there's that that's pretty much what we've been playing <clears throat> i pre-ordered uh, i pre-ordered a game would you pre-order? Uh, I pre-ordered, uh, I talked about it last podcast but salt and sacrifice i got oh. on pre- pre-order for I'm excited about it. I want it's pretty much it. the Jimmy E world of games. Jimmy E world of 2D platformers. Yes. Boo. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, I love it so much. I just want to play everything that you hate. Just hear I just rage, don't want to talk to you anymore. Out. You have to every week. Every week you gotta talk to me. Come on, Nick. No. Let's be let's be friends. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like like pass. Pass. Hard pass. I want hard poutine. Hard right poutine. Your, your poutine is pretty, uh, pretty soggy. <laughs> oh man, dude. Now I kind of want poutine. Thank you for that, bro. Just like you get some canned gravy and some, some shitty fries, and just there you go. And cheese curds. And cheese curds. And if you don't have cheese curds, just cheese. Just, just put cheese on it. Straight uh, cheese. Uh, anything news-wise that uh, that you want to throw out there, tell the people about? Yeah, so so news-wise, game news here. Uh, Square Enix uh, sold Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and Square Enix Montreal to Embracer Group. So okay. uh, Crystal Dynamics, popular for the uh, Tomb Raider reboots, and Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> okay uh, and then idos montreal uh man i want to say idos does uh no because that's not hitman what is uh deus ex i think okay and then uh something else but like so long story short they sold it to embracer group which owns like 120 publishers it's like this big uh like conglomerate and they buy <coughs> lots of different studios uh but so Square Enix is losing the rights to like Tomb Raider, uh, the Legacy of Kane series, uh, Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then uh, I don't know some other games. Uh, for but here's the here's the kicker: they only paid three hundred million dollars for all all those studios. Dang. Yeah, uh, and and those are like their Western studios. So Square okay. Enix pretty much sold off their Western division uh people are speculating that maybe they're trying to slim down a little bit so that maybe sony or somebody can come in and buy them okay so who knows there uh we won't really know the effects of that until everything goes through yeah uh but it's weird because everybody's like being acquired or being sold it's a bummer uh i hope that they because they just announced a new tomb raider so I hope that still gets made. I hope they make another Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, I hope that these studios just don't go and die. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, I hope I hope not because they've made a lot of good games. I mean, I like a lot of stuff Square Enix does. Like, I can't say I like everything, but I like almost everything that they make. They're well, just the studios they kept have have had their worst reviewed games of the of the like past few years. You know, like they kept the one that did Babylon's Fall, which dropped to one concurrent player. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, they have one person playing that 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 games as service game. Uh. You know, what was the other one they just put out that was pretty bad? I don't know, but I, I don't know what they're doing. Uh, it seems like they're trying to be more Japanese, sell off their Western counterparts. Um, so we'll see. You know, I really like the Tomb Raider reboots. Those are great. Yeah, I've really enjoyed those. I played all three. Very um, fun. I, I like the first one the most. Uh, the, the second uh, and third one. I would cool. go with the second one's probably the best. You like the second one? I think the second one is the best. The I like the first like one. A lot the of second one's the best, and the third one is probably my least favorite. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they've kind of followed the, uh, the Uncharted formula because I felt that way with Uncharted. Like Uncharted two was my favorite without a doubt, and then three was three was pretty good, and then four was also pretty good. But two was always the standout one for me with the Uncharted series. Right. Always, always like there's something about the snow like that train car level where you're climbing up the train, like the, the multiplayer for the first so, time. So the problem is the first one, the first Uncharted, not very good. Yeah. Right. Second Uncharted, way good. Third Uncharted repeated all the stuff that made the second one good. And then the fourth Uncharted is like, we're doing this again. With better graphics. Yes. So that's probably why you feel that way. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just weird, dude. Too much of a, too much of a good thing, you know? Yep. And then every once in a while, like, you know, the, the God of War thing, every once in a while, you just need to completely reboot a franchise. And if you do it right, you know, even if it's not like widely accepted right away, it can be a really, really good thing. Because can you imagine if they tried to make God of War 2018, but if they made it like the, the old PlayStation, you know, uh, two God of Wars and just followed that same formula and just made another game. Like it would have still been popular. People still would have played it, but I don't think it would have been like quite the, oh, the dude, pe- people would have rioted. They were like, what? Yeah. The, that reboot for God of War was like needed and it, it just flipped the whole series on its head and kept the lore, kept a lot of the cool elements, but just in a totally different way. And it worked. Right. Um, so there's that square Enix was selling half their company uh, to embrace a group. Nice. Uh, so, you know, uh, Sony is trying to buy Bungie. Right. right. And uh-huh. there's a big deal around like Microsoft buying Activision is being investigated and all this stuff. Well, finally, the uh, is it FTC <coughs> stepped in and they're going to they're going to take a closer look at the Sony acquisition of Bungie, which it's probably still going to go through. The Activision thing is probably still going to go through. Uh, but the thing Sony can't say is like, hey, they're above Microsoft in gaming revenue. And so you look at the revenue for Destiny, which is huge. And like the FTC might be like, no, you can't have Bungie because you already are like you're 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 already, you know, close to one of the top. Yeah. You know, companies and gaming revenue, it, it's not going to happen, right? It's still going to go through, but it's going to slow it down. So Sony can't acquire Bungie so quickly here. Yeah. Um, and on that note, Activision uh, Blizzard is being sued again by the city of New York. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. There's a whole bunch of, like, I guess, shareholders that are saying, hey, they want to be able to investigate. Was the due process done when the acquisition talks were in place? Anybody who's a shareholder can say, hey, like we think the company is worth more or whatever, and that they just rushed to this buyout because they were trying to avoid something. Uh-huh. Uh, so, that's, so that's what's happening now. So the last time okay. someone tried to do this, shareholders tried to do this, it was thrown out. Uh, so now New York is doing it. It'll probably get thrown out. But every time they do this, it kind of stops the process of the acquisition going through. Right. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> Once okay. again, probably still going to go through, probably still going to be finalized closer to like next summer. Uh, it's just dumb that people are just wasting time. Yeah. Uh, and then Activision has blamed Vanguard's poor sales on the World War II setting. Of course, yes. <laughs> Not that, hey, your formula is kind of stale and nobody liked that game. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and that, like to me, that's the biggest gaming news. I mean, we could go down these rabbit holes of like who's buying who and the rumors. And uh-huh. uh, there's been tons of leaks about Starfield uh, coming out, but I don't want to talk about those because they're leaks and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to like avoid most of them. Cause I want to go into this June 12th showcase for Xbox kind of blind and just be like blown away. Sure. Uh, Cause I'm super excited for Starfield. Uh, I will, I will say one thing about a leak is they apparently have like a co-op online component. Okay. For Starfield. And that got me super excited. Cause like me and Josh are going to be exploring the stars to the stars media. Yeah. To the, no, Sorry, <laughs> oh <laughs> also yeah. they charged me freaking import tax so fuck them <laughs> <laughs> they're like they're like this came it's called to the stars media because this came from space so yeah. you have to pay dude it's like 20 dollars. it was like 20 dollars extra to pick up my vinyl yeah you gotta you gotta pay the elon musk uh, space tax um and i'm sure there's more like big news but I'm almost like overwhelmed right now because it's about to be like video game re- reveal season and like just just news is exploding, whether it's rumors or who's buying who or or whatever. I still don't think God of War is coming out this year. Okay. Yeah. There was, you, there, you mentioned that. Yeah, there was. So like all these developers that work for Sony Santa Monica are, are coming out of the woodwork saying, no, we're on track. We're on track. It's coming. Um, and then there was an article by Push Square, which is like a pay- PlayStation-centric mag- magazine, and they were like, hey, a state of play for God of War is not anywhere close. <clears throat> right, which you kind of expected anyway. Yeah, so like if you're not going to do a state of play, this game's not coming out. You need to do a state of play sometime in June or July or this game is not coming out because you're not going to put it out in October because you have Forspoken. Yeah. You definitely shouldn't put it out in November with Starfield. Sure. Right, because you're just getting overshadowed. I'm sorry, and then uh, like I don't think December makes sense. So it's going to come out, and I would say it's probably coming out early 2023. Yeah, I can I can see like a January February release date, and you know I, the holiday season like of gaming and stuff like that is not. I don't think it's as important as it used to be. You know, no. it's it's yeah. more just like having like trying not to release your game. I think around. <laughs> other games that are similar to yours or other hype games is probably more important. So you just don't get completely overshadowed by it. Here's just all this good stuff at once. Yeah. Like I don't think it's super important. Uh, here's the other thing. If you look at the numbers for like horizon forbidden West and like grand Turismo, they like, they didn't sell well. Horizon did like 4 million copies. Grand Turismo did like a million. Uh, and so for one of your key franchises, if, if your other like horizon should have been a big one right like i expected yeah. that to do way more uh and you have two consoles that that was out on and you only sold four million copies like you might want to hold on to god of war for a little bit until you can get more playstation fives in the wild because that might be it people are like yeah i want to play this but i'm not going to play it on last gen hardware i'm going to wait so if you can't get consoles into the hands of people you, you might suffer on the sale department yeah but at the same sense. time, they don't have a whole lot going on right now. Like their big release, I guess, for the fall is going to be Forspoken, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, do they have anything else that's huge? Maybe the Last of Us remake, if it just like surprise launches. Yeah, that's true. It could be. It could be uh, kind of just here it is. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, like I'll play the remake for sure. Right. Uh-huh. Depends. Depends on what they they change, but. Generally, like I like the first game better than the second one, so I'll play uh, the remake. Yeah, Definitely. yeah. So, like, maybe, but Sony, Sony's in a weird spot. They have a problem. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, they don't yeah. have a whole lot of games coming out. And as people start to buy up these other games, and Microsoft has the money to throw around for ex- like exclusives, eventually, it's just going to start to look pretty dry on your platform. And when you're a platform maker, right? And you don't put things on PC until like four years later. That that's a problem for you. Yeah, that's true, dude. I I think I I know I mentioned it last podcast, but I haven't been like crazy excited about anything uh, Sony exclusive. And it's been a minute. You know, I'm definitely excited for God of War, but like I said, I, I can't get hyped about it if I know that it's not kind of come out for 
for quite a while. So I'm just kind of like, well, I'll just wait till I hear something. And right. just, I'll uh, continue to just leave my PlayStation on my desk as a art piece. Exactly. It's, it's a, it's a spoken word art piece. You're, you're going to go to plug it in and it's, it's just not going to work. And you're like, well, fuck, I'm out of warranty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Probably. That's funny, dude. But yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting, but uh, yeah, man, kind of a, kind of a, I guess a s- slower week. Like we've got some, some good releases, but not a, not a crazy amount to talk about, but still some, some good conversation. So I had a good time, man. Hopefully you did too. Yeah. And I think that's probably going to wrap it up for us. And we did not get any new emails. I did check. So nothing. Damn. Yeah. It's all right. I mean, honestly, with the emails are cool, but if people are listening, that's, that's and enjoying it, you know, that's uh, even more important. Well, so. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if they're enjoying it, but they're, they're like, people are definitely listening. Right. Well, if you do want to email us to ask us questions, tell us what we should be playing, listening to anything like that. Uh, tell us how you, how much you love Jimmy E world. Uh, you can email us at vmhhpodcast at gmail.com. And our Twitter handle is the same thing, at vmhhpodcast. So hit up Nick on there. Be like, yo, Jimmy E. World is the best. Hey, before we go, I'm on Twitter, right? And Uh someone just posted that uh, GameStop in Germany has Titanfall 3 for pre-order. Ooh. With a launch date of Q4 2022. So maybe that'll be a surprise announcement. That would be huge. because That'd be dope, two. dude. I Titanfall love Titanfall. Is, yeah, dude, it's incredible. Especially Titanfall 2. Yeah. So good. That's anyway, okay, we're, we're going to end on that. That's probably All just right. some bullshit like placeholder, but still. Still. <laughs> awesome news. So cool. Well. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Hope you have a happy Mother's Day once again to all the moms out there. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, and we will see you on the flip side. We will see you on the flip side. Peace. Peace.